0: Hello and welcome to the first TNF News pod. We're pleased to bring you this episode that we recorded a couple of months ago with Jake Smith. If you like this pod, please follow and uh, go to our Instagram page, TNF News UK, where you can find more content. Enjoy. Guys, uh, this is Harrison and Luke from TNF News UK and we're here today with Jake Smith. For those of you who don't know Jake, he's a Team GB athlete going to the World Championships for the Half Marathon next month in Gdynia in Poland. So, uh, first question for you, Jake, is talk us through the call-up process for the World Championships.
1: Um, so, basically, because um, it was last November, I ran in Paris, the Paris Half Marathon, and I broke the um, under-23 British record there, and that's where... I, like, I sat down with my coach after, and was like, the next target I really want to do is trying to get to the World Half Marathon team. And the race was actually, because it got postponed, it was supposed to be in March, the end of March. And the trial race was the big half in London. And so I would have to do the big half in London. And that was where um, I did train for it. but I wasn't going for like a time or anything. I just wanted to get, make it into the team. And it was quite funny because um, when when we got into the race, I was just expect I didn't want to run too quick because it was like a month turnaround. I didn't want to like be dead, too dead or anything. And when I heard like Kayla and Chris Thompson weren't taking it out, I just had to go with it. And uh, fortunately, I came off with a quick time and got managed to get into the team. But it's just unfortunate because the race got postponed, but now it's in three weeks time. Yeah,
0: definitely. Um, Obviously, you're 23rd all time in the British rankings, aren't you? How does it feel to be that high?
1: Yeah, it's, it's a great feeling because like uh, you see some of the names on the list and there's just exceptional people and you just want to really get as good as them if you can. And because I'm quite young, I'm looking forward to in like a few years as I progress, maybe um, going higher up in those rankings. So it is, it is interesting to see. And you see, it's quite nice to see because like in some of the um, other events, it's quite... Um, some of the rankings are held by people from like the 1980s, 1990s, whereas like if you look at the rankings now, like the top five are all still running. So it just shows like the development of British athletics is getting better and better, really.
2: Mm -hmm. Um, But what would you say, uh, this is a better view than uh, like this call-up is better than the uh, mountain running in you did before, the championships, the Europeans?
1: Yeah, so... I did. I didn't really expect much because um, I remember when I went to the mountain running champs, it was it was a big thing for me. But I just had never represented GB before. I never went to English schools track or anything like that, so I didn't really know what to expect. And it was it was like when I was sixteen, it was an amazing accomplishment because it's like a GB vest. Mm. But I think it's like it's one of those things where it's like a next step up, going from like a junior vest to a senior vest. So I think. This time round, is. Um, they're both as good as they are because it's a GB vest, but at the end of the day, it's just like I think just going from a junior level to senior level, there's just a bit of a difference. Now, like do you miss your mountain, guys? You yeah, I, I do really like where we because I've moved into a new house in Cardiff and there's quite um nice mountains to run up, so there's like a Philly Mountain and stuff. And the guy I live with, um, Kieran Lewis, he and he was an exceptional mountain runner. He is still an exceptional runner. and He um, we both got into when we we do enjoy go running up mountains and stuff. And it's just it's just it's just it's so much different to road. But it is it is absolutely horrible at times.
2: You you say that you prefer road then over over mountain running.
1: Yeah, I think I think for me because on the road you can just get into a rhythm, whereas when you're mountain running you just it's like almost every step there's difference. You have to like concentrate on like what part of the trail you're going to put your foot down. Whereas on the road, you just, you don't really have to think otherwise just maybe hitting a pace or anything. Whereas on the mountain, you're constantly thinking about where to place your feet and stuff like that. So it's a bit, it's a lot nicer just running on the road. Definitely. Yeah. So you said about your training partner earlier.
0: So can you tell us about the rest of your training group and your coach?
1: Yeah. So the group is unreal because, um, we're with Cardiff Met, so there's quite a few. Um, there's a lot of uh, youngsters coming through, like sort of Yian Thomas, who's been to World Championships, um, Tom Marshall, we have Kieran Lewis, who's represented GB a number of times. Um, and then we have some people coming through. So like James Hennigan, he went to, he finished, he, well, he was in the 1500 British Champs final this year. You have um, another guy they live with, John Howarth, who was coming through really strongly. Uh, Piers Copeland, who's 0.4 seconds off the um, Olympic time for the fifteen, and so, and then you have James Stee, and then there's a, a a number of others coming through, and it's just it, it's an amazing group because you just know every time you get to the training session, you're just going to be able to run with someone, and it's all because we all are sprinters. So you can just work off each other and i haven't i haven't before university i was never a real really part of a group or anything so it's it's amazing to be part of this group definitely would you
2: would you say that you have a, a favorite session when you uh, when you run
1: yeah so for this being a bit um annoying because i i do love like the track training and stuff but because the group like i'm trained with peers and hennigan who are doing Like four, 400s as a session or something, or like a very short session because they're focusing more on the eight and 1500 distance. Whereas for this block, because I'm in half marathon build up, um, Kieran and I have been slogging out on the track and just doing long, long reps. But I would say two of my favorite sessions were the one I did on Friday's two by four miles with three minutes jog, and he's just trying to hit a real fast pace. And then another one I love is like 10 miles or a half marathon of a mile on mile off oh no sorry a k on k off so you go like like I did it two weeks ago, and i did it was like ten miles and forty seven o five on the track so you do like i did my k's in two forty five then my slow ks in three o five so it's just like alternating pace really and i I do enjoy that because it's like you have to really think about hitting the pace and you almost have like knowing that I can almost steady at three o five just puts me into a good shape really. Definitely. do you have any
0: least favorite sessions or do you like everything you do
1: um i do enjoy most of them but i think it's it's one of those things is when i these big sessions you almost have to think about it during the week you have to almost psych yourself up because it's such some of them are so far like that 10 mile session you're constantly having to just uh hit the pace and run around the track whereas um when i do like a hills or steady or something like that you're not really motivated for it and it's one of those like you're still getting benefit and you're still having to push yourself quite hard, but you just can't really be bothered. So I'd say like, um, hills and steady aren't my favorite. And when it gets to like, maybe like proper speed, I, I am enjoying speed more, but I get absolutely obliterated by some of the other guys in the group. I can definitely relate to
0: that. Um, <laughs> my coach, mine and Luke's coach have oh, a question yeah. for you. She wanted to know, do you do at the Team B circuits on YouTube?
1: No, I don't. I know, I should have. I should really have. Um, I've been, unfortunately, because we were trying to get into access to a gym and we haven't had access because Wales, they just haven't, they've just opened the gyms and stuff. But I always say I was going to, but I haven't tuned into any yet. I do feel a bit bad for that.
2: what advice would you give to young under 17 and under 20 athletes?
1: Um, I would say, I think the big thing I, I've said to a few people before, because I never went to English schools at track or anything like that. And I know like there's a few people like my age or a few years old and stuff who like, they want youngsters to be the best they can be almost. And just like smash everything and just try and be the best you can be at a young age. But I, I'm again I'm almost against that. I don't think you have to be amazing. I would say just enjoy it really. Cause when I was because I lived in Hong Kong, grew up in Hong Kong, and I played all the sports until I was 16, like football, rugby, hockey and stuff. And it just it builds up that aerobic base and you're just enjoying yourself. Whereas if some youngsters go straight into athletics, it can be quite demanding and you might not enjoy it as much and you might let like get rid of it. So I would say like stick with other sports if you can as a youngster. Um, just enjoy it. You just need to make sure you enjoy it. Maybe you won't be the best now, but if you keep like consistent, that's what I've been doing for the last three years, you're going to get better and better. And it's not, it's really not about being good when you're young. It's you want to be better, like amazing or better when you're about 20, 20, 25 to 30 years old. Cause that's when you can go to like the Olympics and stuff. So I would say when you're younger, just enjoy it really. Like you don't want to go if you're not enjoying the going for a run, just take it back, just go for like an easy run. Or if you're not enjoying session, um, just do something else, but just don't put too much pressure on yourself.
0: Definitely. So obviously you said about your other sports that you did in your time in Hong yeah. Kong. Um, what actually led you to do athletics in the end?
1: Um, I think because I cause I love the team sport aspect and I do miss that because there is a bit of it in cross country so you know you have like bucks cross country and there's a bit of team aspect to that and road relays but in Hong Kong I I think I really took it on when I was like 16 years old I started to concentrate on more on it so I still played football rugby and stuff but it was one of those where I would go to different competitions and I started training more so I would go for like a three runs a week or something and just make sure I, I just implemented more training into it but apart from that, I just thought other sports makes you really fit as well.
2: Um, what's the longest you've ever ran in, in one one run?
1: Um, well, I've done like today. I did it's one of my first. Well, today was my like long last my last long run of this block. So I did twenty miles at five thirty seven miling, which is which I'm ha- really really happy with. But I think. That's like the longest of this block, the longest run of this block. But in terms of the longest I've ever run, I think it's about 20 and a half, 21 miles. And that was like, there's like this local race down here called the Grizzly. So that was when I I was like, I don't know why I did it, but I just did it because it was just a laugh really. And yeah, but I think 20 miles is like 20 to 21. It's like the maximum I've done.
0: Um, we were asked by one of our followers what your weekly diets like. Is there any specific foods you go to
1: uh, um, So for session days, I I love bagels, so I have a lot of bagels, and it's quite nice because uh, me and K- Karen like we we do eat really healthy. So like in the evenings, for example, we'll make sure we have like a lot of veg in our diet. We'll have like rice, pasta, potato um, on the on the plate with like a um, meat almost. So we do eat the thing is we do eat very similar stuff most days because i guess it's like it's something you know that won't like affect your stomach because I, i'm i don't want to have like something that will like ruin my stomach for a session or anything like that because it's like you pro- you might know but it's the worst thing when you're like going out for a run and you don't feel well or anything and you think it's the food you had before so we are eating very similar things but we just want to keep make sure we're like staying healthy um that we're having enough that that's another big thing because I have when I don't have enough like the next day you just don't feel well at all and for, for me personally like if I don't have enough that evening before my heart rate's a lot higher in the morning and I think it's just because I'm like uh, I'm really hungry I'm not I haven't um, recovered very well yeah. and so forth uh,
2: on the topic of food have you ever tried the uh, pesto on toast uh, no, to, to I no, I haven't.
1: No, I haven't. I've seen him do that pesto, and I'm not like the biggest fan of pesto, so I'm not like a hundred percent sure why he does it. But if, if it worked, it it seems like it's worked for him this year. So <laughs> I guess he's doing quite well.
0: So um, we were looking through some of your old results, and we noticed that in between 2017 and 2018, there was a massive improvement there. Um, do you care to tell us what caused that?
1: It was. So when I before university, I never followed any structure. So I was sort of doing triathlon at the time, and I was just—it was one of those things where I—I thought I would have to basically run as far as I could every day, cycle as far as I could. That's how I thought I got fitter. And I got two stress factors before coming to university, in my foot, and so that put me off for a bit. And then when I came to university and spoke to James and with the group, and you just follow structure, so I followed basically the exact same structure for the last three years. And I started doing more speed training, more proper sessions. And, yeah, the big development came in that year, 2017 to 2018, when I just followed a proper routine this time.
0: That must definitely help, yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, where, where would you like to finish in the World Championships? What do you think realistic? Um,
1: realistic? I've seen... <laughs> Like last time, I think Callum came, because Callum's now on the team, and he came 15th last time. And I would love to say, I think the shape I'm in, I would love to run a really quick time. It's just, it's a bit annoying because some countries have pulled out of the champs. So it's not it's, it could, it's not going to be as strong as it could be almost. But yeah, I, it's hard to say really. I haven't really thought about it, that's the only thing. I think I'm more looking forward to a time than a position.
0: So what time would that be if you could run any time, what would you love to run?
1: I would love to break 6120, 6115. That's that's the aim.
0: That'd be nice, wouldn't it?
1: Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah,
0: really... If you're talking back to like your childhood, who would you say is the most influential figure in your running career
1: from a young age? Um, that's a good question actually. Because in, in, when I was in Hong Kong, so I didn't really, there was no, because there's such a difference when you go from Hong Kong, like the athletics in Hong Kong to here, like the times were, when I came to England and I saw some of the times people were running, it was crazy because like athletics in Hong Kong is a lot, lot, lot lower. And so there wasn't anyone, any role models or anything in Hong Kong. And then I think the, m- one of the most influ- influential person is actually James Steve because he told me, he like got me into the mood of like following a proper training program. He showed me and the group, he showed me like I was training with Jan Thompson, who's been to World Championships and Olympics. And he showed me that I like, um, in order to be as good as them, you have to train like them. So I think he's been like that role model for me and like got me into running as much as I can.
2: Uh, do you ever do you think
1: you'd ever consider moving up to the marathon yeah uh, 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 it was weird today because I did after 20 miles like my last mile was like a 506 and I was like I could keep going for another six so it's it's looking like I will but not I I would rather because I want to go for the 10k olympic time next year and I just want to get quicker so I'm coming down distance and I just want to see how quick I can get, and then hopefully, when I step up to the marathon, the pace will feel easier because it'll be a lot like slow, almost feel slower. Yeah. So
0: is that like a long-term goal then? Two
1: two <laughs> yeah. It'll. It'll. I don't want to step up because I've seen, I've seen people excel like Josh Griffiths. It has absolutely smashed the marathon because he got inside the world champs team and so forth. And I just feel like. Me personally, I just don't want to step up as young as them, and because I just, it's one of those things. Like, if I went up to the marathon, I wouldn't feel like I could almost do a track season. And you, you guys know, like it's so fun going to a track meet and just doing like a fifteen or a three or five or eight or something. And it's just I would just miss that almost. So I just want to spend a few years just going to all like these BMCs and so and stuff like that, and just having fun really and seeing what I could run. Yeah, just enjoy. it.
0: Do you have like a favourite race in your life? Like a favourite place, like Trafford, for example. Is there a favourite track
1: or circuit? Um, in terms of like road racing, like the Paris one I did last year was unreal. Like it was a bit, be- it was the quickest course I've ever raced on, and I would definitely like if anyone thinks of doing the half marathon, definitely go out there for it. Um, uh, in terms of the track. I do re I do really like um what do I say. Well actually I'll probably say Ton of Pandy when I wrote ran twenty eight flat for that ten K time trial. That's a like that's what we've been training on. Unfortunately, they're now a lockdown, so I'm not really sure how I'm gonna get there, but um that's a like it's a great track, it's a great venue and it's weird because it's just in the in the middle of nowhere really, like this massive track, so I think that's my favourite track for now.
2: Say that uh, you liked uh, the Paris half marathon. Do you ever, sort of, when you're running a half marathon, look at the sights almost, or do you just, is it just all tunnel vision? (laughs)
1: Um, Yeah, because apparently when we did the big half, we ran past quite a lot of sights. We went over that bridge and stuff, and I just didn't realise we did it, because you're just, like, focusing on the ground, really. And there, there are times, like, in... Perhaps you go past and you go through like all these different parts. You do like when you look up, you do see some things, but you don't really take notice of it until after the race. When you like look at look back where you went and you're like, Oh, bloody hell, how did I? I didn't even realize I went past that. So it's more just focused on getting through it. And then after the race, you kind of like it's at the back of your mind. You do know you ran past it, but you just notice it at the very end, yeah.
0: Um. Obviously, next Sunday is the London Marathon. Will you yes. be watching it? And if so, who do you think will win the men's race?
1: I'm actually pacing it. So, oh. yeah, so I'm pacing the third the third group right now. I'm not too sure who I'm pacing. But, yeah, so I'm pacing. I think it's slightly quicker. I'm actually not too sure that I need to work out what time. But, yeah, so I'll be on the route pacing it. And it's one of those things where cuz i have to get to halfway and it's one of those things where i'm going to try and not get kicked off that court uh, off the track so i can just stay in and watch it cuz it's like all fenced off so i'm looking forward to cuz i'll be on like cuz i have to be i have to go into the um hotel on friday and it's like a little bubble almost cuz they don't want anyone coming in or anything and in terms of the winner i think bikelin i think Bicale might have it this time
0: I would agree with you there. To be fair, <laughs> he, on that day, who are you most looking forward to seeing? Because obviously you've got Mo Farrell will be there, Bikili, Kipchoge, loads of big names will be there. Is there anyone
1: you're really, really looking forward to getting to see? Um, well, I think one of those is like Kipchoge. It'd be always nice to see him running and stuff. Like you see him on the TV, saw him break too. and it's just like his style. You just like you just want to see in real life, and just I, I'm looking forward to that, and hopefully maybe meeting him, but you never know you might like the two meter rule you might he might be so for it and just be like about 10 meters away or whatever but um there are some actually some top guys as well it's like jared wards from america i think he's racing and there's a few australians who it's always nice to get like to know people so i'm looking forward to that and i think because i think everyone has to stay at the same hotel so it'll be like three days of just meeting new people i guess
0: definitely be nice yeah and then if we can just ask you one more question yeah cool Where do you see yourself in 15 20 years time as in after your running career what do you see yourself doing
1: i i do enjoy really enjoy the coaching aspect and like like talking to youngsters about the running like i, I absolutely love that and Seeing my coach like come to, he it looks like he loves it as well. He goes to all these sessions, makes sure his people is um, making like following their training program. So I can see myself going into like a coaching career almost. But because I'm doing a card, I'm doing a master's strength conditioning. I've always wanted to like create my own gym as well. So I think it's going to be something towards coaching and um, like a personal trainer or something. That's what I'm really looking forward to doing
0: that'd be brilliant and you could help the young athletes like ourselves as well to develop our career so we could become yeah, exactly. world champions like you okay. <laughs> hopefully <laughs> we'd just like to really really thank you for your time today obviously oh, such time. Yeah, it's really you. nice to you, us so for track and field news uk it's been harrison and luke and hopefully we'll see you again soon Thanks again to Jake Smith for recording that with us. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did, head over to our Instagram page, TNF News UK, and remember to follow the podcast. See you next time.